You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Are you ready to take your business to the next level and make the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire? Then you're in the right place. It's possible to run a successful business built around your life. Get ready for a little bit of tough love and a whole lot of strategy to grow your business without sacrificing your sanity. If you're ready to get out of your own way and step into the role of CEO, then let's go. I'm Amy Tra, and this is the Motivated CEO Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated CEO Podcast. Today, I am talking with Lori Ann Coons all about numbers taxes, budgets, projections, planning. I know sometimes when you hear these words, you like go, oh my gosh, and like clam up. But no, these are vital, vital pieces of running a successful business, of being the CEO of your business. You need to know these numbers inside and out. So with that being said, I'd love to welcome in Lorianne. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very I, excited about this episode. Oh my gosh, me too. Like anything like numbers wise, and I'm not like a super like math person, but like just the data and leveraging those numbers so that we can like keep more as business owners is like, oh, I love it. So before we dive in, tell me all the things about yourself, who you are, what you do and who you serve. Yeah, of course. Um, obviously, like you know, my name is Lorianne Kuntz. I live actually relatively close uh, to Amy, and we are, I don't know how far we are away from each other. Probably about like an hour and a half. Yeah. So not that far, being that we, or I serve like all across the US. Uh, so it's kind of fun. Um, but I live on a farm with my husband and two kids. And so that's been really fun. But as far as my like professional career, I had parents that had businesses growing up. And um, in school, I loved math and numbers. And so in high school, I started working for my dad and doing a lot of like some bookkeeping and accounting stuff. And I just really saw the importance of understanding your finances. Um, and my dad is, I would say he's a serial entrepreneur. He's always coming up with business ideas. Um, and so when he would come up with new ideas, we would always have to talk through the numbers. And so I saw the importance of that. Um, and so as I started working for them and understanding the business finances and stuff, I was like, okay, obviously I'm going to go be a CPA, do accounting, do the traditional, traditional accounting path. And I was like, that's just kind of where I'm supposed to go now. So fast forward, started working for a CPA firm and I really like quickly realized that I didn't really like what I was doing. I didn't like the tax side of things. Um, I liked a little bit of the strategies on the tax side of stuff, um, but I saw a lot of people come into the firm and they didn't have their numbers at all. They didn't understand if they even profited that year. Um, they didn't know anything. And so what we would do is just like hurry up, catch them up to speed so we could file the taxes and what it worked to file the taxes, but it didn't give our clients any kind of insight. And then if they're looking at their numbers once a year, 
it wasn't beneficial for them. Um, and so I saw so many businesses that could be doing so much better if we only like help them month to month. And so I quit that job. I was like, you know what? I, I don't like this. I, they need more support than what we were giving them. Um, and so I quit that. I started working for my parents' businesses again, started getting some stuff on the side in the more bookkeeping and strategy and CFO side of stuff. Um, and then it just like compounded on top of that. And that's been about three years ago. Um, now I own its profit priority and we have a team of six uh, bookkeepers and financial strategists on our team. So it's been really fun. That is amazing. I absolutely love it. And I love how you support business owners throughout the year because a lot of times we don't even want to think about our numbers until tax time's coming up. And it's like, oh my gosh. But in reality, we need to be so aware of these numbers inside and out throughout the year. Can you go into a little bit more of why that's so important to know your numbers more than just come tax time? Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is coming to where it gets broken down in an easy, understandable way. Cause I think that's the biggest hurdle that like entrepreneurs and solopreneurs have with their businesses is like, I don't even know what to look at. And so then it just like, I don't even know how to do it. I don't know what numbers are important. And so like, then it just gets shoved aside. And what happens if that, if you do that, and if you push it aside to just one time a year, for one, you're going to be stressed out come tax time. So like we're recording this beginning of December and we have so many people coming to us for full year cleanups. And I love doing that for clients, but I love supporting them month to month more because we can give them the insight to make adjustments as they go. So if something's not working, then we can make adjustments. If you, um, started doing Google ads or something. And that's one thing that is very big because we can see a very quick ROI on that. Like we can see like if it's working or not or and if it needs tweaked. So we can show that to our clients and be like, I don't know if this is working because it's not producing. It might be producing a little bit more income. Maybe it's not reaching the bottom line. Or if they're spending a ton of time and money and energy into one product or service, but that's not the highest thing that the market wants, then they maybe need to shift it to what the market's actually wanting and what that service is like doing and that what your highest source of income is. So it helps throughout the entire year to know when to shift. Um, and then it also just helps like peace of mind. It helps like knowing what you can plan for the whole entire next year. So for like 2024 or years beyond, um, you can know what to expect. We work with a lot of people that will come to us that might have, um, like a business on the side, as well as like a full-time job. And they want to know when they can leave and go full-time in their business. So they have to know their numbers. They can't just like jump into it. And first off, that would be very stressful if they would do that and not know their numbers. Um, but that way they know when they can do that. So that's, there's so many different reasons, but it just helps us to know when you can do stuff and how you can do stuff. Yeah, that peace of mind is so priceless. It really is. I mean, I'm one of those like over planning type of people, but just having that peace of mind that comes with knowing your numbers is absolutely amazing. 
And two, I love how you said, you know, it just allows you to adjust as you go. You're almost being more proactive versus reactive than in your business so that you really gain that control. And when you are the CEO of your business, you need to have that awareness of where you are financially if you're truly running your business like a business. I can't tell you how many times I've seen um, fellow entrepreneurs get hit with this huge bill come tax time because they weren't keeping up with their quarterly payments, because they weren't aware of their cash flow going in and out of the business. So what are some things that business owners could do right now to start really becoming more aware of their numbers and then which will help them prepare come tax time? Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing that they can do is just keep up with their bookkeeping, whether they're doing it themselves or they're having someone else do it for them. Um, because if it's not getting kept up, if you don't have a good system in place, um, if you don't understand what's going on, then you're not, like I said, you're not going to look at your numbers. You're not going to use them. Um, so figure out what that system is. If, if you're doing it on your own and you're doing it in a spreadsheet, find a spreadsheet that works for you find a time and a place that works for you. Same thing if you're using a software, which I kind of have, if you're DIYing it, I don't love when people will hop into QuickBooks online or another software, just because there's a lot of accounting stuff. Um, and it quickly can get very, very, very messy. And then you're looking at wrong numbers. So if you're DIYing it, I do recommend doing it in a spreadsheet. Um, but just finding something that you understand. If you don't understand what you're doing, you're not going to do it. Like, for me, if I'm going and, um, I don't know, creating a website, for example, we just, we did a rebrand and I can do design. Like I, contrary to popular belief, I do have like a number side and a design side. I love doing both. Um, but I don't understand how Squarespace or how show it works or how any of the major platforms work. And I'm like, I don't understand it. So I kept pushing it aside. And finally, it got to the point where I'm just like, I'm having someone else do this for me. Like I, I, it needs done and I'm just going to have someone do it for me. Um, but if you don't understand it, my point is, is like, it's not going to get done. So figure out a good system that works for you. And because it's the new year, because you are at a really good place, like right now, such a great time to have a good system. And then the other thing that I think would be very beneficial is to go back and look at last year's numbers. If you have them caught up to date, if you don't, obviously we need to do that for taxes. Um, but go back and see what worked and what didn't. Did you have high months? Did you have low months? Why was it high? Why was it low? Um, like the, I don't know, way my business works is towards the end of the year, we kind of go up in revenue and then it drops back off in like March, I would say after people are trying to get caught up. So we have a ton of projects come in towards the end of the year, um, like right before tax season. So like, I know that my income is going to be going up and then it's going to go back down. So like how to plan for that and what can you do with that money when you do have really good profitable months? I'm interrupting this episode to share a free online networking opportunity for female entrepreneurs. Join me for Coffee Talk every Monday at 1230 Eastern Standard Time and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs leveling up and stepping into the role of the CEO of their business. Details can be found in the show notes. I would love to see you there. 
Exactly. And then you're not in that scarcity mindset over and over because you're not constantly chasing, you know, okay, over time, you can start to see trends. And when you're aware of it, it really does. It goes back to the peace of mind piece that, okay, it's not a matter of what I'm doing isn't working. It's just, this is how my business trends throughout the year. And another thing that you said too is, you know, it's just really important to use a system that works for you. And that's what I always say is the best system is the one that works for you, that you can manage, that you can maintain and taxes and accounting, bookkeeping, all of it. it, it's complicated. It's always changing. So this is one of the first things I always advise people to get aligned with a bookkeeper, get aligned with a CPA because they are keeping up with the latest information that's coming out because things are always changing. They're always evolving. And if you're going to outsource something, outsource it on something that's actually going to end up saving you money on the back end. Yeah. I think that's such a good point too, because there's so many things you can do in outsource that are just so fun. Like you can get rebranding, you can do like get a VA and do all this fun stuff, but I'm the same way. And I, I don't push it a lot because it sounds like, okay, well, you just want me to like hire you, but like having a bookkeeper as one of the first things you outsource allows you to know when you can outsource other things. And it allows you to have better information so that you can make those decisions to grow your business. And without that, you can't do that. You're just operating off of feelings and like guessing and just like, oh, I have money in the bank account. I guess I'm good type of thing. So I think like you said, having a bookkeeper, having a CPA who's filing the taxes is so important. And that brings me to my next like topic, I guess, would be bookkeeper versus CPA. So many people are like, oh, you guys are just the same thing. My best analogy is like doctors. So you have like pediatricians, cardiologists, neurologists, like so many different types of doctors. They have the same base level of understanding. They understand each other's jobs and they could probably help and do the other job. However, they specialize in each specific area to where I specialize in the month-to-month, day-to-day stuff and the cash flow and the budgeting and the forecasting and really the strategy behind things. And then where a tax strategist and a CPA would come in, they specialize in, okay, how can we get you to pay the least amount of taxes? How do we file it? How do we keep up with all of the tax laws? Now, I will say like there are times that like I – it kind of shocked myself sometimes because I'm like, man, I really know a lot of tax strategy. Like I could do this, but it's not my passion. Um, but I do see a lot of different tax strategies beyond like all of our, like we have 50 plus monthly clients. So I see so many different ways to do things. So I do have that insight, but my specialty is the cash flow, is the budgeting, forecasting, bookkeeping side of things. So that's important to note because a lot of people are like, oh, you guys are just the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to clarify that. I love that analogy. It's fabulous. It makes so much sense when you put it that way. And that the reality of it is like you alluded to, you know, building a business isn't glamorous. It's not doing all of those fun things. Yes. It's really cool to outsource to an OBM. It's really cool to outsource your social media. But you need to build that solid foundation first. And it comes down to exactly what you're talking about today, because when we're operating off of our feelings versus 
operating off of objective data, we can get into trouble really, really quick. And that's not sustainable. You need that solid foundation in order to build a sustainable business. Now, what advice can you give us on how to budget? Like looking forward to 2024, you know, we hear things about projections and budgeting. What insight can you give us as to that? Where do we start? Yeah. And I will be the first to say I hated budgeting. Like I, I was the one and I'm a numbers person, but I, it's funny. So when my husband and I got married, we have combined finances, which I know everyone does different, but ours are combined. And he was very much, he's like, I want to budget. Like, this is like, he kind of was like, let's budget. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm a numbers person and I, I don't want to budget. <laughs> um, but the reality is, and what I learned over the course of like the first two years of being married is that budgeting is some it's not restrictive what it does is it allows you to know when you can spend something it's giving yourself your future self permission to go to target to go to starbucks whatever it might be i know i'm speaking more on the personal side of things but like it's giving yourself permission to go invest in that new program to go and get that obm that you want to but if you're doing it in a smart way you are telling your money where to go instead of you looking at your bank statement and your money telling you where it went type of thing. So you want to be in control of it. And the cool thing is, is that you're the one that gets to set the budget. You're the one that gets to set your projections for the next year. So you get to decide and you get to change whenever it's not working. And if you want to change something around, you are amazing. You can go do it. You're the CEO. You have that power to change whatever you want to change. But like I said, it's just the importance of you telling your money what to do. And I will say the more money that you start bringing into your business, the harder it go it is to manage it because you're like, oh, wow, I just hit a $40,000 a month. What am I doing with that money? How am I being smart with that money? To where it's like, okay, if you're just starting out, it's like, okay, well, I have these expenses to do and I need to pay myself and that's where it's going. Well, now it's like you get to the certain point that I see time and time again, we get our clients to that point of 40, 50, $60,000 months. And then it's just like, what's the best thing to do? How is the best thing to grow? So you just have more, you continually get to where you're managing more and more money. And so then it becomes more and more important for you to create those budgets and those projections. Definitely. Because you need that, that solid foundation again, yeah. you know, it goes back to doing the simple things right over and over and over and that's where it gets frustrating but giving yourself that permission that is so key and i feel like so many business owners we're always looking at what everybody else is doing but it's like no look at your numbers look at that data because that is allowing you then to be educated and that gives you that control of your business back so that you can scale it because the you can't scale something that's that's all over the place if your numbers are yeah. all over the place you have no clue what's coming in what's going out you're just throwing money out the window at everything you're not being smart with your money but if you allow your money to be a tool in your business then you can get really strategic with it then you can invest in things that will then help make you more money your money starts to work for you versus you having to work so hard for your money yes i love that so much 
Yeah. And then in, last thing I want to touch on, getting into projections. I think that's something a lot of business owners struggle with. They're like, okay, well, how do I even know like what, how to project how much I'm going to make as we go into a new year? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. So, okay. We have kind of, it, it, it's different for every single business, depending on the type of business you are. Um, but there's a couple of different ways that you can do it. You can do it based off of like percentage of growth over the last couple of years. Um, you can do it based off of last year's numbers. If you're pretty confident that like, okay, you're going to hit it. Um, or you can do it based off of just like what you want to sell, like what you want to bring in. So there's a couple of different ways. I, like to start from the get-go or is like thinking through what are your goals? Like what, and, and not just in business, what do you want personally? What are your goals personally? Cause that's ultimately why you started the business is to bring money home and impact your personal life. So do you want to buy a house? Do you want to pay off your mortgage? Do you want to go on trips? Do you want to get a new car? What is it that you want to do over the course of this next year? And then you work backwards. It's like, okay, well, if I want to be paying myself five, ten thousand dollars each month, then let's factor in taxes. Let's factor in um, different other things, like some extra money coming in or like extra expenses in there. I don't know what I'm trying to say, um, but like factor in a little bit extra, <laughs> and then that's your profit. So, like, let's first, let's just say, for like easy math sake, let's just say you want to um, bring home $10,000 each month. Um, well, if you're going to save 25% of your profit, which is sales minus expenses, then you're going to have to bump that number up to $12,500. So you know you have to make at least $12,500 in profit each month. Now we want to add a little bit in there because you don't know what's going to come up. You don't know what you're going to need. So I would say like from there, you'd probably maybe bump it up to like 15,000 of profit. Um, and I know like, I'm just, I'm throwing numbers around just because it's, that's an easy math thing to do with that number. Um, so it might be different for you, but from there it's like, okay, I need to make $15,000 of profit each month. So then you go back and look through like, okay, what are my like monthly expenses that are recurring? What is the common denominator with certain things? You can look at your profit and loss over the course of like 2023 and you can take it through and just average each category by month. And just see like, okay, what is the average across the 12 months? And then that's going to be your projection for the year. Now, things like software subscription. I have a ton of yearly annual like subscriptions come out. Like, and I think it's like July, August, and September. So I plan for that because I know those are going to come out all at one time. Um, And then, so you go through and do that and it's like, okay, well, then what is my sales going to be? If those are going to be my expenses, what is my sales going to be? So you kind of work from the bottom up. And then you're like, okay, great. That's what I need my goal sales number going to be. Now, is that possible? Now is the time to look through and be like, what is last year? If I have that year again, how close am I? If I don't have that year again, what do I need to do differently? Um, what types of services or products do I need to sell? How many of each thing do I need to sell every single month? So if you kind of see what I'm saying, like we work from the bottom up, seeing how it impacts your personal life. And then we go back and be like, okay, that's what we need to do in the business. Because for me, I can get very like numbers driven and numbers happy. And I can just like keep going to the next goal. I'm just like, okay, I hit this. Now I want to do this. Now I want to do this. But like, my question is why? Like, yeah, it'd be great to make more money, but like, what are we going to do with it? Like, we need to have a plan for it. 
Um, so if you kind of have a plan for like, okay, I want to do this in my business or like in my personal life, how can my business support it? And then also knowing that like, then that's your number and you don't have to like work for more to the next level time and time again. You can just be happy with that number. If you want to do more, great. That's awesome. Uh, but you know, like that's what you need for what you want to do in your personal life. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Because that right there, what you just described is exactly how you build a business around your life. Yeah, when exactly. you put your personal goals first, that's why we're doing what we're doing. And when we're so clear on why, why we're doing what we're doing, and then when you start with the end in mind, you can definitely reverse engineer those goals. It allows you to be strategic. It allows you to break those big numbers into achievable goals. Because a lot of times if you're looking at big picture, say you wanna be making you know, 250,000 a year, that can seem like a lot. But okay, well, how can we make this work? What you do then is you start to tune your brain into different opportunities. Maybe you do need to add another offer to your product suite. Maybe you need to adjust your pricing. Maybe you need to get more visibility so that you can get on more sales calls. When you know your conversion rate, you know exactly what you need yeah. to do to hit those goals, all because you are aware of your numbers. When you take the time to project, you can hit those goals because now you know exactly what you need to do to make them a reality. Yeah. Lori, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say too, like with what you do and looking at like marketing and KPIs and stuff like that. And when you, like I said, reverse engineer and do that projection backwards, then what you can do is like, okay, I need to make this much money this month. And then like you were saying it, then it helps people with like what you help them with too, because then it's like, okay, I know what my closing rate is. I know how I can get on so many sales calls. Then we know that we can do that. Like we, okay, what do we do on the marketing side of stuff? So like the numbers help you with the marketing. It helps you with like so many different things. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love how you and I are just so passionate about this. Like we could talk all day. Lorianne, this was a, such an amazing conversation. You dropped so much value for our listeners today. How can we get into your world and learn more about you? Yeah. So you can go on Instagram. Uh, our My business one is Profit Priority. And then my personal one is LorianneKuntz.co. So I'm on both of those. And then my website is ProfitPriority.co. So it's super fun. And if you're like listening to this podcast episode and you're like, I love this, but I, it's so overwhelming and I don't know where to start. And I like just genuinely don't have time to do this, but I want to know this. I want to do this, but I don't have time and I don't know what to do. Um, starting to outsource your bookkeeping at the beginning of the year is probably the best time to do it. Um, I mean, any of the time is really great, but the beginning of the year is so good because you can hop right in at the beginning of the year. You are looking forward to the whole entire year. You can get support for the whole year and you don't have any like big onboarding fee or catch-up fee where people come at in like October and they have a really big catch-up and cleanup fee because we got to go back to January. So if it's something that you're like, okay, this is the year, I want to know my numbers, I want to be forward-looking instead of looking backwards, then now's the time. And we do have a couple spots open. So you can just head over to profitpriority.co um, slash contact, I think. It's just, yeah, go to the homepage and click the button. <laughs> Everything will be linked to below. We yeah. will get it all in the show notes. Lorianne, thank you again so much for sharing today. 
Yes, thank you for having me. And until next time, embody your inner CEO. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 